from the yeehaws to the yahoos and everything in between this podcast is for you we are covering the 2023 ibra national finals we are going to be talking to some directors winners and really cool people so stay tuned as we go through that this podcast episode Ashley is sadly unable to make the trip with us, so I am going to have a couple guest co-hosts, so that's super fun. Um, Shout out to them for helping me with this podcast. So we hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it now. We are here with Jimmy Bryant, the one and only. He was the go-round two of IBRA Nationals uh, 1D champion today. So awesome run today, Jimmy. Thank you very much. We have a few questions for you, Jimmy. The first one is, we'd like to know how you got into horses. Well, my dad was uh, brawl racing years and years and years ago, about 40 years ago. And uh, I just kind of took after him and uh, I seen how uh, fun it was to go from zero to 40 mile an hour real quick and just kind of fell in love with it. How long have you been barrel racing? 56 years and I'm 57. I started when I was a year old. Oh my goodness. Awesome. I broke my arm, uh, went up to year old and fell off my pony and broke my arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you broke any bones on horses since? Yes. <laughs> Too broke, many to count? Broke a leg and that's, that's really about all. <laughs> but banged up a little bit but not just one, one major, two major bones broke. Yeah. Pretty fortunate then. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about the horse you won the go on today. Well, he's a JL Dash to Heaven. He's a, I got him through Julie Ladwell and Howie Ladwell. I want to thank them for letting me ride a special horse. He's, uh, he was, Howie won a lot on him and she, he kind of just scared her a little bit and Turned him out for a little bit, and then I kept bugging him, bugging him, bugging him, and say, hey, let me ride him. So they finally let me, brought him up to me, and uh, and it was up and down for the first month, and after that, it was just like me and him clicked right with a little bit of cowboy with Heather Palmer, and we just clicked. I just kind of stay out of their way and just let them do what they, their natural ability to do it, you know, I don't train on him very much he just uh he wants to win like me i want to win i put it to him i guess and you guys ride. do it that's for sure he's a he won a big one in edinburgh at the indiana fraternity would he won it friday night and then he probably would have won it saturday but i rode the barrel it is what it is but the owners of this horse are very very good people and how long have you been riding him I think about a year and a half now, and he's, he's fun. He's uh, He's got his only few little quirks, but we just work through it. And all, Don't all they good all? Ones, all the good ones, All too. good ones yes. have quirks, I yeah. guarantee you. Yep. But you just put them in the right spot and let them do it. Yep. So, if you were to give advice to the everyday barrel racer that has a 9-to-5 job that's not doing this for a profession that... Um, are limited on funds and resources, what would your advice be to them? Well, I got a nine to five job too, and I work 
me and my son got our own business. He's got his, I got mine. What's but, your business? Uh, we move mobile home, set mobile home. Okay. And that's why so, uh, you came in a little bit late this weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had to work for my son yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, so you, you can do it. Just be determined. Uh, I always tell everybody, everybody wants to set their goals so high that they can never reach. Well, I have kids at my house two or three times a week. When I get out of the truck, I go right straight to the horse and, and to help them. Uh, set them where you can reach them, because if you reach a goal, you achieve your goal. But if you overdo it, like say, everybody's been, I run a 14-8 here today, and you want to run a 14-8. Well, you're not going to run a 14-8 right. right off. Right. So if you're running 15-5, say, okay, I'm going to run a 15-2 or 3. You achieve that, and then go two or three tens each time and take a month and program yourself that way, and you will, you'll be in there in the 14-8. And, and be so winning. those small baby steps baby add up. Steps. You cannot take from the bottom to the top quick. That you, you just can't do it. That's really good Unless advice. you have the pocketbook, and I don't, to go buy you a top 1D horse. But you, if you do, can you ride it? Right. And usually I see sometimes when they go buy them horses and they go down, then they go back up. I just like to do baby steps. I mean, I'd rather see them achieve it and then fail. Well, it's like certainly seeing... working for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you have an arena at home, Jimmy. Yeah, I got a... What would your advice be for those who don't have an arena at home or do not have access to an arena? What's some things that they could do, maybe? I, you know, I've rode on grass for a long time. You just got to go slow and get in grass, uh, cut it real short, and set your barrel pattern up and just train like that. I mean, I've seen a lot of people train on grass that win too. Mm -hmm. It's the slow work that yes. makes you win out here. Yes. It ain't the fast work. It's all slow. I do a lot of my, uh, I got arena and it's a nice arena and I work it up, you know, two or three times a week. But I do a lot of walking. If they can't walk a perfect pattern, they probably ain't gonna run a perfect pattern. Okay. And uh, that's what I do, I mean, walk and trot. Your open horses that are finished, how often do you slow work with them? Him, he's a bear at home. He's, he'll buck you off, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's outlaw. But uh, I, I try to ride him twice a week and that's it, but I'll learn to. Okay. Uh, nobody else will deal with him because he'll bite you and kick you. <laughs> and he, he's out all day. Yeah, it's bred into him, I think. But, uh, but that, that's what he he's He wants to be a winner, and you can tell when he goes in the arena, he wants to win, just like I do. And I believe that is. Hallie did really good on him. But when I got on him, too, I think I put a little more pressure on him. 
to say less, okay, we got so long to get up to here, I want to be there. And he achieved it. And he's, yeah. he's maintaining it. And that's the good horsemanship, keeping a horse up there. You know, yep. doing all the right stuff. I that's mean, the that, hard part. That's the that is the hard part. Yeah, you can get him there. How long can you keep him there? Keep him there. He's been there for a long time now. But Kevin Ladwell actually broke him and started him, and he'd done a really good job. And I wasn't getting a first barrel on him at all. And I had to call Hallie and say, "Hey, how do you turn this first <laughs> barrel?" And she told me, and it kind of clicked. So. It, it takes more than one person, too. Uh, one person can't do it all. Right. I mean, there's people behind me helping me, too, that, to get me where I'm at. Tell them who your biggest fan is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this guy. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your circle. Who, who is in your circle? Who, well, who my wife, you? my kids, everybody, they give me a lot of heck a lot of times. But when I need them, they're... My granddaughter, I'm kind of pushing her to get up there, but she's 12 or 13 this year. She wants to be a kid, and I'm just kind of letting her do her thing right now. But eventually, I'm going to put my foot down and say, hey, <laughs> you, need to, you need to do this professionally. You know, she's a girl. She, she can go run rodeos where I can't, you know. God. I'd be sure um, glad to have you in my corner. So she's fortunate, and I'm sure she'll get there. And I help. I, I try to help everybody, anybody and everybody. It don't matter who they is. I don't care about their financial situation. I, we ain't on earth to judge nobody. We're out here to help everybody. Yep. So that's what I like to do. And that speaks volumes of you because it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've won. You're approachable. and Right. That's, yeah. That sets you apart from a lot of people. As we tracked you down in the concession stand line. <laughs> for this and your food's waiting oh, this, for you. This is my bud. You remember what you did to Tyler in Princeton? Princeton? Many years ago. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't it Princeton? No, we were in Jackson. No, it was Indiana. Oh. You told her, ride that horse, take it back to the right. You remember? No. You grabbed her up by the neck. I did? Yep. <laughs> And I appreciate that. We're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> no, no, that's no, a good no. Part. Yeah, James Eastridge, by the way, is the one that got us this interview with Jimmy. <laughs> he he likes to torment right? Jimmy, so yeah. I think he was held a little bit uh, what, to it. But What was your most embarrassing moment in barrel racing? Here, let me answer that. It's probably your wife. No. It was in Virginia. <laughs> what, what was that, Jimmy? What'd you do? When somebody says, James says, uh, Hey, what was your buddy's name? Which one was that? Come up there. Anyway, this guy come up here with James. He said, "Hey, I want to introduce you to this Jimmy Bryant, famous Jimmy Bryant, million dollar cowboy, my buddy." Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, I remember you. You was on Brokeback Mountain." Oh my! God. I said, "What?" I didn't watch that show. I thought it was a bell race or something. I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Tell him about the so horse. So, he's been giving you trouble with that since day one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell him about the horse you rode at the American. The one you made me cry about. Your interview. Cowboy or? Yes, sir. Uh, Cowboy. 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 Cowboy yeah. was here tonight. Yes, we uh, watched oh, him. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. She got really nervous back there riding him. 
and I went back there to kind of support her. And it it really breaks my heart that she tries to ride him what I did on him. Yeah. I told her, I said, look, you're not going to do that right now. Don't take that offensive, but ride the even if you're in the third division on him. Who cares? Like you you're were talking about fun. earlier. Yeah. Now, you're having fun. Don't judge yourself what I did on him. I said, I I drove him for everything he had. Yeah. You know? uh, but uh, he he's, uh, I think he's 19 this year. I wish I had one more trip on him. <laughs> I, I love that horse. I mean, hell, I cried on him his shoulder back there a while ago. Aww. You made me proud. Uh, yeah. Yep. He's a good horse. Do you feel and, like uh, some of your biggest accomplishments was with that horse? He he made me. He made me. He's uh, he he helped me do what I could do for everybody else. That horse is uh, a good horse. And yep. what's your favorite event that you've ever won? I guess it. Fort Worth, since I can't run in a rodeo, I can run in American. <laughs> I want to go out there on him. I've been there nine times. I That's think awesome. it's. Uh, That's amazing. I've been there ten times. I've been qualified for nine times. I've done good. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done well. And I couldn't do it with the, without the owners like Heather Palmer, Kevin Laswell. You, you can't do it without them. Yeah. You know, because I... They I, trust you yeah. and... Yeah, I, I treat their horses uh, better than I treat myself. Yeah. They come first, uh, no matter what. There ain't no if and buts. Uh, that horse comes first. Yeah. One more question. What is your goal in the finals? Just go have fun. That's right. <laughs> That's a like great that goal to, to you know have, what? and especially coming from someone as accomplished as you. You know, if I go out there and hit a barrel, I feel bad for the owners, Kevin and Julie. I, I hope I do good, no no doubt. But if I don't, there's somebody else that can move up to that spot that will make their dreams come true. Yep, so that's a good I'm, way to look at it. I'm gonna be happy no matter what. Yeah. But I wanna win it for Kevin and Julie and Howard. Yeah. They are great people. Very great people. Yeah. Santa Claus quarter horses are. Yeah, I'm wearing their shirt. Yeah. Yep, he's wearing sponsor. it right now. Shout out to them. Jimmy, yeah. tell them what happened at the Virginia Barrel Classic when you come around the second barrel. Well, that's probably the biggest entry fee I've ever paid to fall off. <laughs> Were you trying a little too hard? Yeah, I, I, I didn't fall off. I got yard darted. <laughs> oh, gosh. And when you try really hard, that, that stuff happens. I mean, that horse yep. was, I mean, I wasn't going to leave it out there. I, I did leave it out there. My boot and chains and everything. <laughs> no, you so, went for it. And yeah. Even the professionals fall off. The good riders, oh, like Jim. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, everybody when you, falls when off. When you're trying to get it down to that last little bit, right. stuff yeah. like that's going to happen, like you said. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. We appreciate you taking your time. Um, we hope to see you in the winter circle tomorrow. And in your words, just have fun. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
We are here at IBRA National Finals with Jessica Groh, who was um, awarded with the IBRA Director of the Year. Congratulations, Jessica. Thank you. Jessica is the Virginia State Director, for those of you who don't know. Um, Jessica, tell us what it takes to run Virginia IBRA all year and what your approach is to it. Um, so I guess basically just first of all being organized, um, everything pretty much stems around the idea of awards and a state finals. Um, when I first took over Virginia IBRA, I wanted to grow and more people to um, become involved in it and help it spread throughout our state. So I think just um, having goals within the organization that can include as many members as possible has been one of the most important things for me. How long have you been the state director for Virginia? This is my sixth year. I know um, you also put on shows at you all's place. Um, how many do you all typically put on Ivory wise a year? Um, anywhere from nine to 11. It just wow. depends on our show schedule and how busy we are <laughs> and stuff like that. Which we appreciate those. <laughs> yes, if you guys have never been, um, you need to make a trip down there. That is by far our top two favorite places to show ever. So make sure that you guys make a trip down there if you haven't already. I know a lot of us West Virginia members go and run at their shows often and they're really nice and we appreciate them. So is there anything that you specifically think is special about national finals? Um, I think it's neat for everybody to be able to come together and celebrate like their accomplishments throughout the year. Uh, probably one of my all-time favorite things about it is, is um, that they do let top dogs and wild card award members already have a spot back in the finals. I think that's um, an incentive for those and um, for like people that have worked hard and earned those. So I think if you haven't been, you definitely should try to come. Um, it's always a good time. So. Yes, I always say I feel like that puts a special spin on things. Like Absolutely. it's something that many associations don't do or offer so it's something that's different and really cool for those that that have worked hard yeah it brings that year like full circle and you get to like you said celebrate it and get rewarded for it versus just a show that you show up to and you have to have good luck or you know run perfect to have those final runs so that's nice is there anything that or I'm sorry, anybody that you would want to thank um, just in general for it, maybe someone that's helped you out or, or anything like that throughout the year? Um, I, my right-hand woman, whether I'm putting on a show or um, running Virginia Iberia, is Trisha Humphreys, um, and she does it all behind the scenes. She doesn't have a particular title other than she's my right-hand woman, um, and she's always there, like, in a pinch, um, and she's always at the forefront of helping to put everything together for me and just help me run things um and I couldn't do a lot of it without her so I appreciate her I don't see everything that she does for you but I know that she <laughs> does a lot for you I see Trisha a lot at your shows and she's also so sweet and a competitor herself <laughs> so she's very nice to be around so talk a little bit about being a director and a competitor at the same time um so I guess really for me, um, I wear a lot of hats, so I don't look at being a director any different than being a competitor, really. Um, I want my members first, so I always try to look at everything that I try and do 
from the competitor side of things and then um, I just so happen to be the person who can make it happen you know if people come to me with ideas and suggestions and stuff um, so as far as a competitor I don't ever think oh I'm a director like um, if somebody comes to me then I'm like oh yeah I need to handle that I'm your director <laughs> <laughs> yeah. otherwise that's you know I know that you are like the woman when it comes to multitasking because you have your own training program um, with youth that you mentor as well as being the director, as well as being a writer, as well as being a show producer yourself. So is that difficult at times and how do you handle that? Um, I guess I'm just so used to it. Like I work full time. I teach pre-K. I have a full time riding program with students and um, horses and stuff like that. And I just... um, I just keep it all organized, and um, I, um, you know, I just try to do the best to be the best at all of those things that I can always be. But um, it's just, it's just who I am, I guess. It doesn't. Um, people say, I don't know how you do. It. I'm like, well, I haven't really stopped to think about how I do it either. It just happens. <laughs> you just and do I'm it. Go with it. I just yeah. do it. Um, so I guess I live, get it done to the full extreme. So as a director myself, I have always looked up looked up to you as a director and I know that I've came to you and asked you questions and bounced ideas off of you as well and I think that's really neat that um, all of us directors can do that as well so that's really neat um, you've always been there for all my questions too so well, thank you. I do think that's one of the great things is like um, you know each state wants to work together and try to help yes their own state. yes yeah. I always think it's cool that um, you know when we come in we have that director's meeting on Tuesday evening and there's a lot of ideas been bounced around and it's really nice to hear and see what other states are doing for sure all right so to wrap up this interview we're gonna do a fun quick round of rapid-fire questions <laughs> so just give us your first answer that comes to mind <laughs> okay mayor gelding a uh, mayor. <laughs> Frenchman's guy or dash to fame? Oh. Can I get both? No. <laughs> you can a good both. mix. I'll take a good mix. <laughs> Last Google search. Um, oh, what time Chicago's pizza opened? <laughs> <laughs> Which is right down the road. But they don't open till three, just so you know. Any superstitions? <laughs> None. And do you sleep with your socks on or off at night? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again, Jessica. Congratulations once again. It was a very well-deserved award. Thank you. Okay, we are here at the Abbey National Finals in Cloverdale, Indiana on Finals Saturday. We are here with our open 3D Reserve Champion, Antoinette Mazella-Gwynn. Congratulations, Antoinette. Tell us a little bit about how your run went today. Well, um, he definitely gave me absolutely everything that he had. Um, I could tell warming him up that he he was just as, he had no energy. He was so kind of lethargic and um, and I was a little worried. But usually when we get in the holding pen, he wakes up and he gets excited. He still didn't. And then I turn him to go down the alley. He still was kind of sleepy and uh but then I just kissed to him and said literally I said go and uh, he went and he he just he tried as hard as he could and you know they always say don't stop riding because you never where you're gonna finish or what's gonna happen and he came out with that 15-8 and um he had run a four here and a five here so I thought that was pretty good but I mean I knew that was really good considering to how he felt and um then sure as 
you know, a 14-8 went on the clock as soon as we came out. So, <laughs> worked perfect. <laughs> you do so well with him. Tell us a little bit about Rip. Well, Rip is a horse that I think everybody would want in their barn. He, uh, I think anybody could ride him. Um, I've had my nieces on him and she is in love with him and he is literally like a big puppy dog um, he loves to be loved on he will do anything you ask him to do he's a great trail horse and he gives you everything he has in in the pen at the same time and he's um, so solid like, he, he, he is so fun and I so mean solid. consistent when he's feeling good and he doesn't have to run five times in four days um, it, he is I mean he's run within a couple hundredths um, and thousandths um, two and three days in a row. He's so consistent. He's the best. And how is he bred? Do you know? Um, can't answer that. <laughs> what is it? What's his registered he, name? Uh, don't believe me, just watch. Hence why they always play. He, don't believe me, just watch, which is so super cool when we run. I love that. I know that you're riding him for someone else, so that's definitely understandable. So, do you know about his training? Like, did, who started him and I really don't I know uh Dayana put a lot of work on him um because he's not spookish he's a great trail horse he's great around everything sometimes he gets a a little weird moment going to that second barrel there's something scary behind it but other than that <laughs> but um I'm pretty sure Dayana told me that she named him Rip because he pretty much ripped her out of the trailer when she was training him as like a two-year-old <laughs> and uh because she did have another name picked out but it ended up being Rip because he was a little handful when he's a baby supposedly but you would not know that now you would not no. that's so that's funny how long have you been barrel racing Antoinette um I have been barrel racing for about 15, 12, 15 years now. Awesome. I was a late bloomer. Yes. <laughs> what are your like future goals with Rip? What do you what do you all have coming up? Well, this one I can check that off. That was an awesome, you know, experience. You got a just fancy now. jacket. Yeah, and belt buckle and a beautiful bronchopter. So I mean, I can check that box right there. We have. Yeah. Um, so I was very excited to bring him up here. I really thought he would run good up here, and he and he has. I mean, his first run, he ran a fifteen four, and you know, was put twenty his, something out. Of, yeah, we fell in the one D. Out of five hundred um, some horses. Yeah, out of yeah. five hundred some horses, and I didn't know what to expect, but that blew my mind. Um, but we have, uh, we are going to go to the world show, so I'm really excited for that, especially how he did down here. But he'll have a lot more relaxing week, so yeah, that'll help, I'm sure. What is um what is some of you what is your favorite thing about coming to this event? I know that you have been coming to the Ebury National Finals for quite a while. You've made quite a bit of trips to this. Um what what do you look forward to when you come to this event? What's your favorite things about it? Well, I think the best part of it is like right here. I'm standing with Holly and Ashley <laughs> and Becca and then Margaret and Steve's on the other side and and just uh, you know, we're all here, and this year there was a good group of us that came, and we've had a lot of fun. So, I mean, just the fact that, you know, all of us are here and rooting each other on, and um, but uh, it's a good show. It's run really good. Um, it's not extremely far from home because the world show is quite a little bit farther. Yeah. But um, but it's always nice up here, and we had great weather. So, 
Um, and I get to take off a week of school. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> well, you get to take off of work from our real life and, yeah. and get away. It's yeah, I mean, good. that's that's probably the best part right there. <laughs> Taking off a week from the real life and play with horses and friends all week. Checks us out of reality, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Is there anyone that you would like to thank? Well, um, I would not be here holding this um, awesome little unicorn if it wasn't for Dayana. Um, so, I mean, Dayana all the way. I mean, it sucks what happened to her and her season got messed up with her injury. Um, and then I didn't have a horse to ride this season. So, I mean, it was crazy how it worked out. But thank you, Dayana and Rip, because, I mean, I would be at home right now, too. I wouldn't even be here talking to you. So, yeah. Yeah, that definitely, I know it was unfortunate circumstances, but that's just the silver lining of it, and I'm sure she's super proud of what you've yeah. done with him. So. And let me not uh, forget to throw in there that um, LL brought me all the way up here, <laughs> and because I'm sure not driving up here and, and doing all this, and LL taking off his work and coming up here, so yeah. Well, congratulations again, Antoinette, and thanks for interviewing with us. Good luck in the adult today. Thank you, guys. We are here with Margaret Ball at Audrey National Finals in Cloverdale, Indiana. She is our Masters 2D champion today. <laughs> Margaret, tell us a little bit about your run. Well, first off, before we ever even get started, I would like to say congratulations to Ashley Skaggs. <laughs> I'm not sure that anybody's going to actually point her out or she's going to talk about herself. However, we will talk about yeah, herself for her. She is actually the... Third place adult 2D champion. So, congratulations, Ashley Skaggs, because we all know she's going to say nothing. So, here we are, (laughs) Ashley. We are absolutely thrilled for our friend. Thank you. So, because we do love you. All right, let's go back to this awesome run you had. Tell us a little bit about your run. Um, So, I'd already run him in the open finals. Which was a smoking run, too. Thank you. And the decision was basically Steve said, which is my husband, Steve said, what's your strategy? And I said, my strategy is to go in there and run the best that I can run based on what Nate wants to do today. And I have learned that he is all drive and he does not want to make mistakes. He doesn't want to hit. He wants to just work. And therefore, I have a lot of trust in that horse. And we just went in there and... Our first wasn't great. However, he came out of it straight. I continued to drive, and we just, he ended up nailing it for me. It was him. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yes, is. he is. Um, how long have you had Nate? I have owned Nate since January 10th of this year, maybe. I've not had him long You haven't at even all. had him long at all, and he's how no. old? Nate is a four-year-old. Yep. He's just a baby. Sweet. Nate's a baby. He is um, by Nonstop Firewater who is owned by our dear friends, um, Amy Peoples and um, Nathan Peoples. Mm -hmm. And he is out of a special leader mare. So how long have you been barrel racing, Margaret? Myself, I've been riding since I was four. I've been barrel racing since I was maybe 12 or 13 years old. Okay. And I am self-trained, if you want to say that, along with the fact that I love just doing clinics. I went to a lot of Martha Josie clinics. Um, I do a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of um, internet, just studying. I love to study. I love to read about it. And I feel that as I've gotten older, 
the best thing you can do is continue to just be willing to learn. Yes, we can never stop learning. No, Absolutely. And no. working. Working. And grinding. And grinding. Yeah. You can't stop. Won't stop. Agreed. Yes. So, um, what are some upcoming goals that you and Nate have? What is on your agenda? What are some big stops you got planned? Wow. Um, well, he exceeded my expectations this year. I mean, mm-hmm. completely for me and him to be together where we are now. Um, so that's tough because, like, I, this was a goal I didn't even know was a goal, I guess you could say. It just happened. Yeah. And um, I'm blessed because of that. And he's done it himself. I said, interestingly, I said after our first run up here at the beginning of the week, I was nervous I was never um, going to be able to stick a 1D horse myself again. I was concerned after, you know, my previous horses that I was going to fall off. I wasn't going to be able to actually actually ride a true 1D horse again. And I, he proved to me that, that's what he wants I've to do. I've been watching him coming on. And has been coming oh, yeah. on. And that's what we can do. We can do it. Mm-hmm. So that He's being so said, talented. we've already exceeded such expectations this week. Um, Lord, I just, I just, every time I go in, I pray for a nice smooth run. I pray for a safe run. Um, I pray for his safety, my safety. And the Lord is going to give us what's supposed to come next. Mm-hmm. Now, um, coming up, we do have the MBHA World Show in Perry, Georgia. If we go down there and we make the finals, we're already way ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. He's a four-year-old. He's a baby. And I'm enjoying it, and I'm letting him do what he wants to do. Um, obviously, he's telling me that he's able to do quite a bit of shit. This, excuse my language. No, he's this, able is, to, this he's, is a real podcast. you got to think about who's going to be listening we, to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is for real. real. Okay, he's, he's the badass <laughs> between us. I mean, he can do it. He wants to do it. He wants to work. He doesn't want to mess up. And so... Our expectations are wherever we go, to be very honest with you, if someone hears Margaret Ball and nonstop Nate being called up, I want them to go to the front. I want them to go to the arena, and I want them to watch our run. That is the that is the best feeling in the world to feel like I'm back up to that point where someone's like, oh, let's go see how this mm-hmm. happens again. Yes, ma'am. And I'm not bragging. I'm, no. Th- he's humbling to me because he's, he's putting me back out there. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. Yes. So we're going to take what he gives me. So I know that you've made a lot of national finals trips. Mm-hmm. Um, what is some of your favorite things about the Aubrey National Finals that you keep coming back to them? I know you've made a lot of trips to them. So um, the camaraderie is exceptional. Um, it doesn't matter. You won't know. You may not know the people in your alleyway or stalled next to you, but by the end of the week you do. Everyone's cheering everyone on. Um, Your friends are cheering you on. People are up at the arena because they decided to see when you were gonna run. I'm up there watching my friends run. Um, So that first and foremost is, is what is just really special about the nationals yes it's, it's real really personable it is. i feel it's like great, it's it, a great friendly show absolutely it, really is. It, it i mean and because everybody's cheering everybody on yep um you know it's it's like a number of weeks ago when we were all together at a different show and every single time we went through the gate all of us were yelling for each other and we were all clocking together I, it was just cool as hell yeah and to have that at a bigger um, scale scale 
it just raises the bar. Yes, it's yeah, so it cool. It's awesome. Competition breeds competition. Yes. So what do they say? Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. You're, if you run with the best, you're going to run harder. Mm-hmm. And I love this type of competition because we're all wanting to do better, but your run or your run or someone else's run, someone somewhere else, that run is making me want to do better too. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's why we get the best of the best when we come to the nationals. Yep. Yes. Is there anyone you'd like to thank, Margaret oh, Bob? God, the list is forever and ever <laughs> That's and ever. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, so I'm gonna say first and foremost, I want to thank my God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Have a good one. He's answered some prayers. Dead. Um. God. We've worked hard the past couple years getting back where I am. And that being said, I want to thank Steve. He was my the husband, man. he's the man. He he's is. my rock. He supports me no matter what, and he wants me to do well. So, gosh, you know, the list is great, but those are the two greatest. Of course, I got my family. I got my friends. Like, you guys, now you're making me cry, and it's really pissing no. me off. <laughs> this, is, this is real. I just want to say Steve Ball drove five hours last night, got here about 1130 last wow. night. Just to watch Margaret run in the finals, it was pretty and awesome. We're so excited! Big yes. today, and it yeah. was it was awesome. What a moment! He said from the get go, he kept saying, "All right, you got to be down there. We got to yeah. we got to get your hat. We got to have this. You got to be down there." And I'm like, "Listen, it it doesn't. You don't know till last horse run, Margaret. I have a feeling. I just know. <laughs> That's so awesome. And so when it happened, then the first thing he did to me when he hugged me, he said, "You finally won me that saddle." <laughs> I've been asking yeah, for for 15 not, that's years. That's Steve's saddle. That's not Margaret's saddle. <laughs> that is my husband's saddle. He's been saying Aww. for years he wants it. He is. He's so excited. He is. So, I'm getting windy. I'm sorry. No, um, it's fine. First and foremost, um, Nathan Peoples and Amy Youngblood. Oh, my God. They do such an amazing, amazing breeding program. And they produce these super athletes. And on top of that, she's such a, a wonderful friend. But performance vet, um, Chris Bindley at Woodland Run, performance vet. I mean, he just keeps in touch with me, takes care of my horses. My vet at home, Steve Walker, there anytime I need him when I have a question. Um, my farrier, Lee Miles. I mean, it's like he can look at a foot and read it before there's ever an x-ray. Yes. And he makes sure that from the ground up, which is most important, my horses feel good. Um, my chiropractor, um, Tony Britton for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, there's just it, you got to have a whole team. You do. Yeah, you do. You do. And you got to trust your team. And I trust my team. And I'm thankful that I have people that I have just a phone call away. I mean, those are definitely the most important ones. I know I'm forgetting somebody for sure. Oh shit. Um, and like I said, we go back to my family. But um, first and foremost, we're just we're gonna thank the amazing God that we have that allows us to do this. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, Margaret, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank I you. I think this is going to be really good. Um, it's nice and real for people to hear. Thank you. And I know for myself, I'll look up to you. Oh. You, your horsemanship, your drive, your everything. So congratulations again, and we're going to see you down the road, I'm it, sure. It means it means a lot that you guys think of me, and I really greatly appreciate it. So I'm going to turn the tables real quick.
because I love to do shit like this. You know, let's mind blown, right? <laughs> what was the first question we asked? Huh. Um, tell us a little bit about your run today, Ashley so Skaggs. We're now addressing oh. Ashley Skaggs. This has got to happen because who else is going to do it for you, That's right? Exactly right? Come on, Ashley. Tell I really wasn't a champion today. or a reserve champion. It doesn't, doesn't matter. You're <laughs> a champion in our damn eyes in, in West, West Virginia. Virginia. You are. You, you are. You well. lead our state. She held this for from this morning in the open. She held it all the way. The draw was 31. I think I ran it like yep. 8.30 this morning. I don't know yep. how I got lucky, but I got in there. Tell me about your horse. Tell me about your horse. Tell us about Jaggy. <laughs> this is going to be lengthy. My phone might die. Oh, all right. we're ready Keep for on. it. Keep on. <laughs> anyway, I, I knocked in the first go and the second go. Uh-huh. Um, going into the finals, I, I really was just like, I really just want a good clean run. Mm-hmm. Um, coming into national finals, um, the Wednesday before... Jagger got this minor cut on his front leg, and it kind of blew up. And that's just how I just knew it was going to happen. I know that's what he does. Right. So I started babying him, and so he was fit coming in. You know, it wasn't that, but I didn't get to do my homework and my slow work that I like to do. So that kind of had me shaking a little bit. But he goes in and works every time. Yeah. He tries it, hard, he and and boy, he's a consistent little booger. I think we ran three fifteen five. Yeah, this I think week. you did. <laughs> Dang, where's the target saddle? I know for real. But um, our third wasn't the greatest, but we ended up falling but you there. Did it. So but you did. We did it, and I'm blessed to swing a leg over that and horse how old every is he? time. Seven. He's seven. So he's, he's still seven. a youngy baby too. He's still a baby. I mean, yeah, they're still is. coming. How's yeah. he bred? He is by Justin's Rare Fuel, by and out of an own daughter of Alive and Fire. Wow. So, and I own his mama, so um, he's pretty special to And me. she was pretty special as well. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, absolutely. So this is my question for you because you are so vested and everyone looks up to you because you're the director. Yep. You lead West Virginia. Um, what makes you continue to want to do that? Because that's a hard-ass job. And I just, I don't know that you realize how... How many people go to you're the go-to and appreciate everything you do Absolutely. or we wouldn't even have half the half the shit we do without you so what is it for you that says i'm going to continue to do this the people people okay. like you all um really drive me and the sport i want i do it for the people and the horses and yeah. i want the sport to continue to grow and do big and great things yeah. like that's just yeah what I want to see. So we love you for it. Yeah, we do. Thank you. Who, so. who does Ashley Skaggs want to thank? Yeah. You guys. My circle. The Lord. Oh. My circle. The team behind my horses, like Margaret said, that keeps them going up and down the road and yeah. feeling good and healthy. And I got you know, Scott Rainers at home and Dr. Angie Clark and my farrier, Steve Belcher. And I've got a great circle of friends and mentors. Like, I know that I can go to you guys like, right, and say, hey, right, I need some help. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, but we and all go to you too. So I, I know. Mean, we we, we, we bounce things off yeah, each we other when yeah. we need it. And, yeah. and I don't, I feel like you have to have those people. And I'm not saying it's just anybody. You have to have those people that you look up to and you, you admire their riding ability and their horsemanship and how they handle situations. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are your people. Right. Those are the people that you want to take that stuff in from. Yeah, absolutely. I don't so. want my circle big. I like my small circle. Yes. And I like the small circle I have. You're exactly right. 
Absolutely. Well, I just want to say, I know we didn't m- mention Skaggles, but of course, you are happy that Brian Skaggles oh, is gosh. a part of this. Yes. Team. I mean, you know, uh, we want we want his chest to burst oh, out a little I'm bit a right little now. I'm tired and I'm running on no sleep. <laughs> I, mean, kinda, I think I got up. kind of surprised a little bit. Well, yeah. That's not fair. But he, he but is a big part. Anything, I can't you know. I can't do that. And, I can't and, do it without him. And right. he's my biggest. Yeah. Yep. He will tell me, go after it. Go enter the barrel race. Go to the barrel race. Right. Whatever you want to do, go for it. Brian's a bomb. And he had some killer runs this weekend, too. Yeah, he, he did. did. On another baby. He yeah. did. Uh, West yep. Virginia yep. represented he very did. well. Yeah, he did. they did. It was so. awesome. Well, congratulations right. to Ashley Skaggs and Margaret Ball. Yes. And Antoinette Gwynn. Yeah, and Antoinette. And thank you for your time. Yes. It's greatly yeah. appreciated. All right. All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We're here with Ashley Skaggs, our IBRA West Virginia South Director. We thought we would have her get on and give you guys a little information about nationals and how you qualify and just some informative things that may help you guys for next year and may make you even more excited to attend finals. Hello, everyone. Ashley, how many years have you been going to nationals and what sets it apart from other shows of the same caliber? That is a really good question. So I think the very first national final that we attended was in 2011. And at that time, it was being hosted in Wilmington, Ohio. And let's see. Um, I think we've probably been to Cloverdale, Indiana, probably at least four to five times. Um, we went to Murfreesboro, Tennessee twice for national finals, Louisville, Kentucky one year. So, I don't know, maybe around 10, 10 years worth of going to national finals. Wow. Wow. So, pretty experienced in it. Um, as our director, that's awesome to know that you've also went that many times and can answer all of these questions. So the second part of that question, what sets it apart um, from other shows of the same caliber? I think it has more of a personal feel. Um, I also like that you can make more than two runs if you choose to. Um, You know, you have the option of running in the sponsors, directors race. Then there's the guaranteed 10,000 guaranteed open race. You have you can run in that if you want. Um, There's two long goes of the open to run in. And then you also can run in, you know, your age class, which is either the adult, youth or masters. And then there's the short go-rounds as well. So, um, you know, for making a trip like that, I think it's nice to have the option to run more than twice if you wanted to. Right. And you can still roll, though, correct? It from Yes. You, you have options to roll, which I think is really nice. You even have options um, to roll in the short go, the finals as well. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. 
so um, like like Holly and I and Timmy and Brian and all of us this year, we we rolled from the open finals into the adult finals this this past national finals. Okay, but so you have the option to run twice as well. You have the options. And so, what qualifies you as far as the sponsors, directors, race? Because I know that I've gotten several questions on this. Um, what gives you the ability to be able to run that race? Either a state director, a state rep, or um, any member who has sponsored at a minimum of a hundred dollars to to their state that qualifies you to run in that race so so realistically i mean you know i would hope that most people are trying to get sponsorships so i mean that's that's not a lot of money to be able to run you know to run in that sponsored race out there and and give yourself another run if you choose to do it so that's pretty cool and Timmy won last year a division and he won like a buckle and you know it, it was a it's a good little race so it's um you know a good warm-up run and some benefits added to that yes that's what I always tell people it's a really good warm-up run get your first run jitters out of the way for the week um and plus they always have they usually give some kind of award for the divisional winners of that race and then of course there's some added money to it as well yeah. Um, so h- tell us a little bit more about how you actually qualify um, throughout the year to go. So to be a state qualifier, you have to have a minimum of 100 points. Okay. And how? As, as a rider horse combo. And how easy is it to get 100 point, points? I mean, is that... If you went to an approved IBRA show and you won a division at that show, you would automatically have your 100 points. Okay, so it's so not it's hard. So it's very reasonable to achieve. Okay. Also, um, let, let me touch base on that. You can also, You just have to be a member. You have to be a member an obviary member to attend. You can also be a non-qualifier, which means you don't have 100 points. You can still go and run in the long goes and in the guaranteed race. You're just not eligible to run in the short goes. Oh, okay. So you can still go, you can still run, but you, you can't, even if you would place in the long go, to, to technically qualify for the finals, you would not be able to run the finals. Correct. Correct. Okay. But if you're a state qualifier and you place in a go to and make it back, you're eligible to run in those short goes, those, the finals. Okay. And then do you, sorry, go ahead. Also, I will, um, if you have a wild card, if you've won a wild card, you are um, automatically qualified. You're automatically a qualifier, and that wild card automatically gets you into the short go, no matter how you run in the long goes. So that's, I think, um, a big difference with NBHA because 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the wild card just actually gets you to the NBHA open world, but it does not guarantee you a spot in the finals. Correct? correct. Yes. Yeah. So yes. that's so that's a that's a big plus really in my opinion. Um uh, and I'm not necessarily trying to compare, but I mean, you know, if I guess if you are comparing, like, um, you definitely get to run more at nationals than what you do the world show. So for the, as long as it takes us to get both places, that is definitely a plus in my opinion. Yeah. So it's a really, it's a really neat, um, little perk to it. And also the top dog status. So top dog is top five in every division of every class. So if you're a top dog, you are automatically guaranteed a spot in the short go as well, no matter how you run in the long goes. So that's another perk as well. I, in my eyes, it's really neat. Yeah. You know, all your you worked hard all year and you got you a spot in the short go at the finals if you attend. Yeah, that's cool. So theoretically with that, say someone doesn't have a week of vacation with this show typically running at the end of September to early October. Say they don't have a week of vacation to take or they don't want to pull their kids out of school for a week. Can they show up to national finals if they're a top dog for a day or two and run in those short goes? Yes, absolutely. And I, I'm pretty sure there's people that do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's fine. You pay your entry fee and and you show up because the goes um, there are towards the end of the week, right? So the like the sponsor race, the guaranteed race, that's more towards the beginning, middle of the week, and then um, the short goes are more like towards the weekend, right? Like Thursday, Friday, or something like that. Yeah, typically the sponsored race and the guaranteed race is what they start the you know off with during the week, and then um, the schedule. The last few years has been all the short goes, the finals run on Saturday at the end. Okay. And then you typically, you know, of course, you could start your travel home on Saturday. Um, and then there's you can use Sunday as your travel, travel back home day as well. Which okay. I think is really nice um, because it's, it's, I think it's more practical for us working people that have to travel a seven or eight trip, hour trip to nationals to be able to have that extra day to come back. So I think that's really nice. Yes, for sure. It's nice to have a day and before you have to go to work. <laughs> back to the real yes. world. Yes. And we don't typically usually take a whole week to attend national finals. Um, some people do, but we typically do not. I mean, like, I think we, both Holly and I, we left on um, Tuesday. Right, Holly? Yes, we left on yep. Tuesday. We moved, and then um, we start, they started making runs on Wednesday this year. Okay, so if you were relatively close then, or if you didn't care to, you know, Run drive through Wednesday. the night or whatever, yeah. then you could definitely go and I mean you could show up late Tuesday night or you know even work Tuesday if you live close enough to do that so yeah and if you you know if you're short on time even if you do want to make the long days you know you missed Wednesday you're you're just missing that sponsored and $10,000 guaranteed so 
I mean, those are really nice races, and I encourage people to enter them if they can. But if you can't, you know, it's a Thursday through Saturday show. So very yes. for the working everyday person. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and then our, tell us a little bit about the points. So are the points on the rider or on the horse or both, or how does that work? So with IBRA, the, the points go off rider-horse combo. Okay. And is there any way to transfer points, like if you would sell your horse or if your horse would get hurt in the middle of the year, or do those points just get lost? They do not get lost. You can transfer if you have a horse to transfer due to sell, injury, death, etc. I actually had to do this year. Uh, yes, I was going to say Holly had to deal with this. Okay. Yeah, and it was still really nice, you know, in, in that aspect that they do that because I was still able to be a top dog and automatically go to the short go. So it's really nice that IBRA offers that. Yeah. Oh, we'll do a um, little quick information here since we're talking about the rider-horse combo. They always go – so a lot of people don't realize um, I don't do the points – all show producers send the points, show results, I'm sorry, show results into the main office to IBRA, and they go through the results and do the points. So it's very important that you, when you sign up at a approved IBRA event, that you use the same name for your horse every time. Or they'll think it's a different horse. So right. So it's not your, it's not you who, because I, I do, I don't, I didn't actually realize that, but I, I think that's important to understand. So what you're saying is, you know me and you know my horse's name is Timber. Right. And you also know her registered name. However, you are not the one giving me the points. So it's going to go under whatever name is on there that's what it's going to go under so that's very yes. very good information yes. to have. which it can always be fixed but it's just easier for everybody all around if you just stick with either your horse's registered name or their barn name when you enter barrel races for the office for the points good to know good to know so i know that we've talked about the different goes and races but um, are and a little bit about the prizes and things like that and the guaranteed and sponsors, but um, are there good prizes for every one you make or for short goes or how does that work and, and is the money good for our listeners um, at National Finals? Does it make it worth it? I, will, um, I know that they give out prizes for the divisional winners of the guaranteed race i believe they were saddles this year and they gave out wild cards and then um there is awards and jackets for top five of all the other classes plus some really good added money i think that it pays out pretty decent and so the wild cards that you spoke of in the guaranteed race, you can use that for that national finals, correct? Yes, yes, they did do that. Mm -hmm. 
so that makes it even you know another reason to enter that race if you can so that's really nice yep you could win a wild card and then turn around and use it that week if you needed to and the wild cards don't expire either now can you sell those or transfer them or you you can't sell them you can transfer them to another horse in certain situations um but they can't be sold okay so you can't the only way that you can get a wild card for IBRA is either you win it or um a few weeks before nationals they always do a wild card auction and they auction off a wild card per state hmm. actually whatever the wild card goes for the state that money goes back into the state um so that's really neat so so a lot of people uh, bid on those wild cards and, and win them like at the auction so you go and get them like that or you have to be one at your state finals or a preferred show or at national finals cool yeah that's so there's lots of, there's lots of ways to qualify and lots of ways to to run at the finals which I mean as far as the kind of shows that we run at um I think that's very different um because typically there's one way in the finals you know generally so um they they kind of give you lots of options I feel like to get to get back in that short gun make your trip worth worth going Yes, yes, that's what I like about it, too. It's a little different options, what you said. Yeah. Well, we won't take up um, much more of your time. I think that was a lot of information, and we'd like to have um, you and and Alyssa and actually uh, Coriana all three together um, to talk about, you know, North, South, and then MBHA and, and some things like that, so... Um, this will maybe get some people's interest peaked on that, um, but um, you guys look forward to to a whole episode on these. So, um, is there anything about nationals or just IBRA in general that um, you think the listeners would would want to know before we go? Um, I Oh, a good, another bit of information in case you're not aware. IBRA season runs from August 1st to July 31st. It always confuses people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, August 1st to July 31st is when the season runs. Um, of course, it's probably best to join there in the beginning, but um, you can join at any time as well. And then the state show is the the last point show for the year, right? Yes. Yes. Um, our state finals, typically the time frame that we have it is usually the beginning of August. It actually wraps up the end of the season. So the points count for the ending season and then the points count for the new season that's beginning, which I kind of feel like is pretty neat too. You're getting points for... Two different seasons. In one weekend, basically. In one weekend, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's also something that's different, but 
makes it. And the IBRA website is very informative. It's um, a really nice place to go and see what shows are approved. We always go off what the website says. So if you don't see a show that's listed on the website, it's not approved. It has to be listed on the website to be officially approved. Um, it's also a very good place to go and see the results of the shows and your points. Okay. They post, post all that information there, so it's really nice. Awesome. Okay. Well, we won't, we won't keep you any longer. Um, we appreciate all the information, and um, if you guys have any questions, then just get with Ashley, and um, I know she would be, or or Alyssa, because she's the, the North director, depending on where you live, um, but just get with one of them, and I'm sure they can help you. Um, thanks for your time, Ashley, and mm -hmm. um, hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Now that you've heard from some of the winners, we'd like to make sure that all of our West Virginia IBRA riders get some recognition and get um, a little spotlight because we know how big of a deal it is to go out there and see all of your hard work um, from the year pay off. In the sponsors directors race, we had Ashley Skaggs and It Bugs You, I'm Rare, who were second in the 2D. Rick Beckwith and Fuel were fourth in the 3D. And Holly Withrow and JRF Firewater Bernice were second in the 4D. In the 10,000 guaranteed race, Ashley Skaggs and uh, It Bugs You, I'm Rare were seventh in the 2D. Tina Main and Guy's Wildest Dreams were fifth in the 3D. And Holly Withrow and JRF Firewater Bernice were sixth in the 4D. In the Open 5D first go, um, Kiara Heflin and Doc's Hot Handful were second in the 2D. In the Open 5D second go, Aiden McGrady and Arrow were fifth in the 4D. And for the long goes, for the Masters, we had Antoinette, Mazella Gwynn, and Don't Believe Me, Just Watch, uh, were fourth in the 2D. And Jeff Harper and R.H. Be a Ring of Fire were fifth in the 2D. In the open finals, Rachel Miller and PYC Paint Me Famous were ninth in the 2D. And Antoinette Mazella Gwynn and Don't Believe Me, Just Watch were the 3D reserve champion. In your Masters finals, we had Margaret Ball and Nonstop Nate, who were your 2D champion. And Jeff Harper and R.H. Be a Ring of Fire was your 2D reserve champion. And in the adult finals, we had Ashley Skaggs and It Bugs You, I'm Rare, um, third in the 2D. So West Virginia definitely went out there and represented, and we hated that we didn't get everybody interviewed. It's really tough whenever you're running your own horses and, you know, everybody's on different schedules. And so um, I know we would like to have a lot of these people on and just do a full episode. Um so hopefully we can we can get everybody at some point on here. Um, but we just want to congratulate everybody for going out there and doing so well and representing West Virginia. To wrap up this episode, we thought that we would give a big shout out to Shane Klein, the IBRA president, and his crew for all of their hard work to put on this wonderful IBRA national finals year after year. 
we know how much work and dedication it takes to get all of the sponsors and to put a show of this caliber together planning all year and doing everything that they do to make it happen. It's greatly appreciated and a wonderful association and a wonderful show to go to. So thank you so much, Shane and crew, for that. And also shout out to all of the IBRA sponsors. Shows like this are not possible without you. And from the barrel racing community, we thank you. Thanks for listening to our podcast, where we're not so rich, not so famous, but but we're we're all all trying trying to be. be.